I've been told by everybody up on this roof that they're all off the roof. I am on the roof of Exposure 4. Got fire through the roof of the fire building in the entire rear section. Welcome to Old School. I'm Chief Rick Lasky, along with my buddy, Chief John Sulka. And, uh, John, we've been getting some great feedback on the show. I think the timing – what do you think of the timing? I think the timing with doing the 20, 25 minutes to 30th – I think I think we did a couple of 35 minutes. But we've been trying to I, – I, from what I've been hearing, people like them because they can work out they, you know, at the firehouse, get on a bike, do what they're doing. I think the timing is just about right rather than doing like an hour or two. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes anything too long, so that way it's – it's short enough they can listen to one, and if they got more time, they can listen to another one. But if they don't, nobody likes to turn it off in the middle of the middle of the broadcast, the middle of the middle of the lesson, you know. So uh, I think it's working out fine. Well, and I know uh, uh, our good friend Chief Terry McGrath, one of the assistant chiefs in Louisville, he does the hump day hangout with me for fire engineering. Um, Terry, he works out. He doesn't. He says that's how I listen to our podcasts and things. He goes, I always listen to this, and he goes, the timing's perfect because I can start my workout. And you guys are done, and then I finish up, and everything works out great. So I think the timing is good. Hey, John, um, the past couple um, episodes we've been talking, uh, we've been talking search and rescue, and one of the things you know that I mean we we mentioned already that we could do like a week on search and rescue. I don't think we cover everything, but I think we did pretty good with the first two. But one of the ones I know we want to talk about, I know you want to talk about, was the whole venator and search tactic, if you will, um, when we get to a job. You know, we kind of mentioned, we hinted, I think, on the last show. You get in there, you know, the hose line, the attack line's in there doing what they can. We got mom outside or dad outside screaming about a kid or somebody on a second floor in the back of the building. And we're not wait, you know, we're not going to stand out there and, 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 and wait for them to do what they got to do with the line sometimes. We got to get in. We got to go around the back or, or ladder and come through a second floor window and, and, and sometimes do a couple different rooms while they're still trying to make entry and, do what they got to do in the first floor, the front of the building, or whatever. Um, what's been your experience, first off, with the whole venator and search thing? Well, I I think venator search is is a let's call it dynamic. It's a dynamic tactic because it it changes, it's variable, depends on who's doing it, depends on what their level of training is, it depends on the type of buildings that you that you're fighting firing or or jumping into. So it, it's really never the same, you know, like maybe in your fire department's the same every time, but you might be doing a little bit different than the folks down the block or the folks across the state or somewhere else, um, which is good. Variables are good and flexibility is good. Um, on the other hand, there are some, there are some, some solid steps that are part of vent enter search um, that are required for it to qualify for that tactic. I mean, it is vent enter and search and it is what it is. Um, some people do do it this way. Some people do it that way. Um, so like I said, there's a lot of variables, but there are some, some standards, some standard steps in there as well that are important that you, uh, that you remember and train on and, and, and include, you know, when you're performing the tactic. 
Well, and one of the things, you know, um, I know we've talked about before, you know, and I think some people, and, and you and I, I think are on the same page with this, uh, it gets a little frustrating with some of the folks who are trying to, re, to, trying to reinvent some of the stuff we've been doing forever. And Venator and Search has, has been a tactic that's worked extremely well. You know, our good buddy Sal Marchese, one of your FDNY guys, who Sal taught with us for years, retired after 30 years, he retired a lieutenant, 142 truck in Queens. I remember one of his firefighters, his, his, I remember hit one of his firefighters on his truck got a medal. And he, I remember him talking about, John, about pretty much every window that they were looking at had fire. And he goes, and there was one window that didn't. And that's where they second, they slid the bucket over to it for their tower ladder window, boom, in, found probably, you know, you know got in there, closed the door. We'll talk about this in a second. And made, it made a grab, made a rescue. Person survived. And it was the only room, the only room that didn't have like visible fire shown where I think a lot of departments, maybe it's an inexperienced thing. A lot of guys write that off. They see that, they see all that fire and they're like, oh, it's done. You know, nobody could survive that. I'm like, here we're telling people, if you can't get out of a room, if you know, if you feel the door, you, you know, you wake up, smoke detector, whatever, and, and you feel the back of the door before you open it or you open it and you feel that push, you close it, that the firefighter's coming to get you. And sometimes it's almost, I don't want to say we're lying to them, but nowadays, you know, we, we tell a lot of people we're coming to get you. And yet we do a lot of standing around the front lawn sometime instead of, you know, doing what we're supposed to do and trying to get in maybe through a window and search a room and, and so on and so forth. And they made a grab and, uh, and, and the victim survived without any, any long-term effects or anything, John. And, and I remember Sal saying, and you know, Sal, good friend of yours, a great firefighter. Um, they used to, they call him, was it Sal Marchese? I remember walking to your commissary, one of the guys looked and goes, there's Sal Marchese instead of Sal Marchese. But, you know, I mean, it was one of those things where some people would think that that's not safe. And if you do it properly, the whole venator and search thing, but, but that brings me to some of the people that, I don't know, because they want to teach more classes or whatever, they've started adding like more letters, more, you know, it went from V V E V E S vent enter search to V E I S and the rest of this to vent enter isolate. I think you and I joked about it. We did it. We actually talked about it one show about the, what was it? Uh, you used to say, well, before you, you were cracking up with it. You're talking, okay, before you, now we vent the next thing I do, you know, we've, we've, we've got to feel, we got to make sure we got a good floor. Then we have to crawl in there, but you have to be on air. So there's an OA in there and you have to assess the floor. So there's an A and then we have to close the door, and then we have to, you know, I mean, how many more initials are we going to put in there? If, you know, to put the I in there for isolate, I guess I ask you, John, before we get too far down the road, it isn't that key? You crawl into a room to do a venator search, you're from the outside. It shouldn't be one of the goals, first of all, if there is one, and most there is to close the door to isolate the room? I mean, absolutely, absolutely. And I know we kidded around a lot about it. When it first came out, I was, I was probably as, you know, uh, upset about it as, as anybody was. Not upset about it, but, you know, I, like you and like a lot of people, maybe, maybe it's us older guys that have been around a little bit longer, but I hate to see people reinvent something for the sake of reinventing it. If somebody comes up with something new, by all means, by all means, get the word out, write an article, you know, come on one of our shows and talk about it. Let, let, let's hash it out and throw it around and see, see if we can, you know, make something good out of it or use it. But... I, I hate the idea of coming up with something new that we've been doing for 50 years, you know? So now, now having said that, I'm over it. I'm over it. If, you know, we get a new generation coming up, 
some new firefighters, doesn't matter how long VES has been in business. VES has been around for a long time. I, I was on a job for, would have been 40 years this year, 40 years next month, actually, okay, uh, FDNY, and I was in Valley before that. So we know it's been around 40 or 50 or 60 years. Who knows how long VES has been around? But you know what? If the new generation is, if it helps them remember to isolate by adding the I, if VEIS is just a little bit more of a reminder for somebody to do it, you know what? Knock yourself out. And, well, that, and, and that's a good point. I, I, really, I really don't have a big, big, I don't have a big issue with it. What, what I really want you to do is I want you to be able to do it. I want you to be trained to do it. And, and I think you alluded to it a few minutes ago. I want you to get off your butt and get it done too. I mean, that goes for everything. You know, you and I, you and I have kidded around and, and talked about not so kidding around about you know watching some videos on YouTube once in a while of guys sort of sort of strolling around a working fire, pulling a supply line back and then walking back and shouldering a shouldering a you know cross lay. And I'm saying to myself, man, these guys look like they're at a drill. They look like they're walking through a drill rather than actually fighting that fire in that house behind them. So. I mean, everybody should have a, a, you know, a little jump in their step and be a little bit moving along. I, we, we've never said anybody should be running full tilt at a fire, but and VES is the same thing. The, the rule applies to VES just like it applies to stretching hose or or doing anything else. You gotta you gotta get it done. You gotta know what you're gonna do. You gotta get off that rig, grab your tools, grab the portable or whatever you may need to get into what level you're trying to get into, and and get it underway. So VES, VEIS, I'm fine, and um. And you already mentioned what the I is. The I is isolate. You know, and the I is, you know, I mean, instead of jumping on the I right now, why don't we start VES and just start talking about right from the start, the V, you know. Let, well, let's do this, John. Let, let's, walk, let's walk our listeners, our, our listeners, um, you know, let's walk. You, you pull up, you're on your truck company, engine company, whatever. And the incident commander, Chief Salka, says to truck two or engine two, whatever it is, I, you know, we have heavy fire out the front, back, whatever. It doesn't mean, let's, say, let's just call it the front. And we got mom out there screaming that they got a kid on the second floor in a back bedroom or whatever. All right. You know, that's the easy part. You know, it, it's the other part that, you know, that you pull up and there's nobody out there telling you guys something, a heavy fire. Well, let's walk them, you know, all right, we're going to go, let's, we're attacking the fire from the front with a hose line and we're going to do vent enter and search on the backside of the building, let's say. Okay. Let's, let's walk our listeners through what are they looking for before we even go in, John, let's talk windows, doors, fences. I mean, I've said this before when the outside vent uh, person, the outside vent and the OVM, and, it, and if this is two of you now, obviously, you know, coming around assessing, there's so many things, um, and we can talk about the OV later on, there's so many things that the outside vent person accomplishes with, with their own size up and their own visual, visualizations and stuff. But we're going on the back. First of all, we got to make the determination if we need a ground ladder or not, if the two of us, if you and I are going to go do this, Better in search. If it's a one-story, enough said. But if it's a two-story, you know, are we going in a bedroom with maybe a baby downstairs in a baby room, or are we going to the second floor? So that's that. That's, any other hazards getting through fences? I don't think any of this is really that difficult. But there's a lot of obstacles you got to be thinking about when it comes to that. So we get there, John. Let me ask you this: um, You know, when you're looking at the, let's go to the back of the building and. Upstairs, downstairs, doesn't matter. First, second floor, two-story, one-story house. You, you know, I think, I think a lot of our newer firefighters need to take, pay attention, John, to the windows. I've seen people try this and end up going through, you know, if I'm going to do this, and, and correct me if, if, if you think I'm all wet on this, you know, I get around to the back. If it's 2 o'clock in the morning, 
I'm trying to figure out which one of the bedroom windows, not a bathroom window, not a family room window, not a kitchen window, not a you know living room window, but I'm trying to do my own size up. So again, it goes back to keeping your eyes open when you're doing a size up, right? Isn't that the first step yeah. to figure out which right. way you're going in? And I agree. And, I, and I'm glad you I'm glad you touched on that because you got to do like a VES size up, a separate size up. It's almost a separate size up from but you know what the chief is doing. Obviously, everybody's doing a little bit of a size up based on what they're doing. The engine guys are looking at you know how much fire, what room, what kind of a building, you know, to select maybe what length hose or what size hose line they're going to pull. But the but the folks that are going to do VES or the folks that are get off the building to go in and make a search, now they may they may decide to go in the front line in the front in the front door ahead of, with, or behind the hose line and make a left and go and check, you know, for that one-story house where there's a reported a kid trapped in, a, in the first floor bedroom in the rear. Or they may decide on a, on a two-story building to, to go around the back and or on the side and to identify, pick out a, a bedroom window and, 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 and do that. Now, obviously, if it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday and there's no holiday, you know, they might – Maybe they're not going to be going to do VES. Maybe they're just going to go in and work off the hose line or, or go in the opposite direction of the hose line. But if it's at nighttime now, when, when you're assuming people are in the house and probably second floor of a private house is probably mostly bedrooms, then they gonna, then, then they got to bring the ladder with them. Well, and you know? let, me ask you, let me ask you this, John, because you, you mentioned something. I, I, want to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want to jump in with something. You know, as a young firefighter on truck 709, I'll never forget this. I was with John Sautier. We were, we were jump seats. We were doing the primary search, three-story apartment building, um, U-shape, okay, you know, inside courtyards, all the balconies, and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. We pull up, we're, 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 we're uh, automatic gate to Bridgeview, and I remember uh, the shift commander Peterson was standing on front lawn, and they gave us search, and we kind of looked at each other. Now John's got thirty-something years. He looked, and now he's getting his stuff, and I'm looking. I'm a young firefighter, right? Uh, this goes back to my, you know, look. None of us know everything, but I've I've come a long way with things. But still, I'm always learning. But Back then, John, I'm looking, I'm going, did he say search? It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Who the hell we, you know, I, I, I was kind of, and he, he looked, he yelled across the lawn, search the damn building. I'm like, okay, chief, got it. So I remember John Sautier and I, Sautier and I went up the back, the back stairwell, good fire, blowing out the balcony, right, out the front. We went up the back stairwell. As, as we're masking up, I get masked up for it. He's masking up. I forced the door to the apartment across to kind of get, you know, to, to get the layout. You know, that was always taught. Try to, you've got one side by side. It's just opposite. Try to take a peek to see what you got. Plus we had smoke up there. Quick run came back. He's ready to go. We forced the door. And the whole time, John, I'm going, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. What the hell are we doing a primary search for? This, you know, people don't sleep with two. And we got in there and I swear to God, I think you've heard me tell a story before. I got about six feet to the kitchen, almost to the hallway, at least to the bathrooms, and boom, I hit, I hit a guy, found a guy. Blue jeans, you know, later on, blue jeans, no shirt. He was a night worker. He worked the night shift, and, you know, however the fire started, got up, staggered out of his bedroom, collapsed in the hallway, and I was, I'm looking at him, and I remember I had him underneath his shoulders with his head against me, and then, we, you know, pulling him, then we kind of switched, and as we're getting ready to go down the stairs, I've got the legs. I'm looking at his face. I'm looking. And the whole time, John, I'm going, what the hell is this guy? It's two o'clock in the afternoon. And I, I think, I, I think I, I just want to make that point that, you know, obviously, you know, nighttime, even, you know, or, you know, after midnight, 11 o'clock, you, you got a lot of potential more for more people to be in bed, but I'll never forget that, John, as long as I lived at two o'clock in the afternoon, I had a night worker, you know, I was, I was shocked, you know, about, you know, the lesson. And the lesson is, 
you know what? Maybe at night, maybe, maybe if there's a car in the driveway, maybe if there's an American flag on the front porch or a light on in the living room at 2 o'clock in the morning, there's a greater chance of upstairs bedroom holding victims. But there's never no chance, even at 2 o'clock in the afternoon with no cars in the driveway and no visible people home. There still could be the grandma home or, 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 or still could be the 15-year-old boy homesick from school and mom went, just went to the pharmacy to get some medicine to bring back for him. So Great there's point. never nobody home. But, but there are times when I think there's an increased chance of people being Yeah, home. yeah, exactly. Where the, 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 ahead of time, you're already thinking, i got to be a little more aggressive when I search because, uh, you know, you, we pull up, there's cars in the driveway, the, the, the grass is mowed. I mean, everything looks like, you know, the flags hang on the front porch. You're going, okay, we got a good chance for people to be asleep in this building without any neighbors telling us anything. You know, I always bring that up because I think a lot of people like me, younger firefighters and great young firefighters, but maybe not as experienced like I wasn't, going, what the hell? You know, there's nobody. And, and, and so just before we went on, I just want to point out that right. you, maybe right. you're not going to be as aggressive, but we search and we search till we say there's no, because I don't want to be the one afterwards explain to my, the, you know, the incident commander, Chief Salka. Why you skipped that window. Right. Oh, I missed right. it. Okay. So, so we get around the back. We talked window selection, right? All right. It's two in the morning, whatever. Two in the morning, two in the afternoon. We're going to do our event enter and search. Um, let, let's talk about that, about clear. We're, we're, the first step is, and I used to teach this in the academy, John, when you clear a window, you should clear a window. Nothing drives me more. Even insane. before that. Oh, but right. even before that, you got to drag the ladder and bring the right hand tools with you as well, right? Uh, yeah, and some yeah. guys will bring a six-foot hook or a multi-purpose hook, and some guys will bring a set of irons, and, it, and it's whatever you feel comfortable with. There are things that work good. There are things that work great, but everybody has their favorites. You could always, exactly, and, you, and Louisville runs with the five guys on the two truck companies, right? And you could always see, you could always see, you, if there's, I've showed you pictures, I use them in class, at a fire, you go one, two, three, four, you see the cat with the red helmet, you go what? And you could always tell who the OV was, because instead of a six-foot all-purpose hook, a New York hook, he, 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 had a, he had a long, he had an eight-footer, and then he had his, his set of irons, and he was standing there, and you, you, you could always, you could always, because most of the guys were carrying the six-footers, you know? You could always tell who that person was and what he had with him going around the back with a set of irons and a you know a set of irons and a hook, you know, and then you know dragging that ladder you need to drag back there with the OV. Right. But now the two of you, this makes it easier. So okay, keep going. So they are you great. You know, like I said, you 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 dash back there, you get back there with your tools and your and your portal. You pick a window, obviously not the little one or the or the frosted glass. You pick the bedroom window. They're pretty easy. Most second floor windows in houses are bedroom windows, right? So you're gonna pick one. In you go. Now, obviously, if there's a report, you're going to go to that area. If there's not a report, it's not quite random, but you're going to pick a window and, and start moving from there. So you pick a window, the up, ladder goes up. Obviously, the tip goes below the windowsill, so we're not going to get in the way. If we do find somebody, you got to drag them out. We don't have to lift them over the ladder. Up you go. Somebody butts the ladder. You could use a tool to butt the ladder. You could, you know, as well. Um, and, and then it, that's where VES starts. It starts with the vent. you got to, you got to vent the window real well. Uh, and clear it, right? We're talking clearing it because if you're going in and out, how many times you've seen people, they just right. smash. I'm like, look, if I'm going through a window, I want to make sure I've got all, I, you know, I, I, just to click. Uh, you know, and a lot of guys try to do this being, you know, it's, it's back to the basics. Which demolition. You hook. demolition. Everything's right. gone. Yeah. And, it, you know, the take stash, the stash. The wood, everything. Because you, yep. you don't want to get hung up. If it's time to come out in a hurry, you don't want to, you, how many times you've seen get hung up with their bottles with the window set, you know, because they didn't take it out. They didn't take, the, you know, clear the window, clear the window. Okay, keep going. And the important thing is once you vent that window, obviously a couple of things can happen. You can vent it and a little bit of smoke could come out and you could be like, wow, that's odd. That was a pretty good fire out the front. Why is there so little smoke? 
And it may be because those folks close their bedroom doors at night when they go to sleep, or it could be something different. And let, let me ask you, you're the incident commander standing on the street and you're OV around the back or the, 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 the you know, the two, two, two firefighters. All right. So we're, we're vetting, he, he or she gets in there and they, they either have heavy, heavy condition, heavy heat and conditions that they're on the second floor or they get to a point where they really, at what point do you communicate to command, John, what your conditions are? Um, I know we're not, we don't tap the radio, but when do you tell the incident commander either, look, I've got nothing this end of the building or I've got, I'm on the second floor and I've got heavy heat and everything pushing on this floor. At what, what point do you do that? Well, you know, I think when you get ready to go in, you're just going to mention that, you know, like uh, search team one or, or ladder one, one OV, uh, you know, getting ready to, to initiate VES, get heavy smoke out of the second floor window or light smoke out of the second floor window. You just got to throw the information out there. The chief's got all the other information. You just got to throw your little piece out there, I think, and you know, to say it and then, and then move, move on that and get so in So we've cleared, we've cleared the window. We took the window, the sash, everything. We made like, like, uh, like, like Tom Freeman used to say, Chief Tom Freeman, one of my idols, used to say, you make, you, you turn the window into a door. If right. you're going into it, turn the window into the door because you don't want to find out later you're getting hung up. So we've done that. We're, we're going to assess the floor, right? Especially at the first, we're, we're going to maybe reach in with our hook or just kind of make sure we've got a good floor, right? And then. Well, I mean, you're going to do that. But frankly, I think the next thing you do is nothing. You, you hesitate for a second. You clear yeah. out that window. And while you're clearing the window out, it's sort of happening as well. You're sort of letting, letting it blow a little bit. But, but I, I would still consciously, you know, count to 10 or 15. And just let it really breathe a little bit. Sometimes some fresh air is going to sneak in the bottom of the window. Sometimes some heat's going to going to vent out. It might even flash out. Might even vent and light up for a moment and right. then lift, or it may not light up. You might you may just get some smoke and actually then it may vent out pretty good and then lift up a little bit. And you maybe even be able to get a little bit of a look into the room and then you can lean in, like you said, feel the floor, touch the floor with your tool. Hopefully you can. There could be a chair there. There could be a bed there. Or, or be a you person could, could be a person at the window that tried to get to their window. We've right. had that before where they're collapsed laying against it. All right. 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 And once, once you've vented the window, once you've let it blow a little bit and you felt the floor, that's when it's time to go in. In you go. And you got to – I mean, my personal opinion is I'd be crawling in head first. If I felt yes. the floor and the floor was good, I'm gonna, my, my belly's going to be scraping right over that windowsill. My hands are going to hit the floor with the tool, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ass over tea kettle, and I'm just going to get in there. Right? Uh, there's really nothing to be afraid of. It's a house. There's fire on a window in the front or on the side. I mean, if the window was was right over the fire, it probably wouldn't be picking that window to start with. So, like I said, I have no problem going in head first after you feel the floor and, you know, put yourself back together once you hit the floor, feel where the window is, you know where it is, and then you're going to make a move. And, John, one of the things I think we need to point out to our listeners is don't be fooled if you take a window and you don't get a push. You know, you talked about, you know, counting to 10, giving it a little bit to let it breathe, maybe the fire pushes out or whatever, because – a lot of parents we've talked about, you know, they close their kid's bedroom door, they sleep with a bedroom door closed, and we may not have that strong push. So don't get snookered thinking just because I didn't have a whole lot, you know, that, that I still don't have to, you know, get in there, let it breathe, take a look, and, and, and push in to get in there. So, all right, you get in, you, you talked about it, on your belly in the window, all right? Now, I was always taught this. I was always taught this by my idols, my as training officers, Chief Eddie Enright from Chicago, Chief Jack McCasson, who just passed away. Um, I, I love that man. One of my absolute idols, Big Mac. Um, you know, Tommy Shervino, all the guys that you know we used to talk about was, 
you know, the moment you get in there, one of your, one of the critical things you need to be doing is closing the door is get to get to the door to close the door to give to buy you some time, you know, close the door if you can. I was always taught when you get put my hand on a door, just do a quick sweep outside door, make sure somebody didn't make it there. You know, I close the door, I'm leaving somebody there. I'm not going out in the hallway. I'm not going out to another room. I got there if I can, if there's one, which most times there are, but sometimes not, but I'm going to close the door. I think that's critical. And that was something I always point out was Rick try to, you know, so we've got the door closed. Now what are we doing, John? Well, I mean, so the point is once you vent and jump in the window, that's your VE. So now your right. V of the VES or VEIS. Now the V and the E are done. And like you said, after you hit the floor, next thing you're going to do is isolate. And the reason that that is the next thing you do, it's not like, oh, you can start a search for a victim when you get around to the door, remember to close it. Nope. No, we, we put that ahead of searching for the victim because once you vent that window, if the door to the room is open already, now you've completed that. Now you've opened up that flow path for crying out loud. Now you've completed the, the path for the heat and the smoke to follow. And by opening the window, by venting that window and letting it blow a little bit and then jumping in, now theoretically, fire that was not interested in coming into that room and heat that may not have been channeling through that room now may be attracted more and may start coming. So you definitely want to get across that room very quickly, immediately after entering the room immediately cross that room and get that door closed. And we've talked before on these shows and in our classes about the importance of a coordinated, you know, attack being with, you know, line going, let's just say line going through the front door and an OV or somebody taking a window on the backside or punching a hole or something because we want it to release. And just like you said, big reminder there, if I'm doing that, I got to get in as quick as I can and close the door to stop that from happening to buy me some time to search in that room. Right. Um, all right. right. So you're in the room, you got the door closed. And I, and I usually, I usually give an extreme example. And I say, so you're on the way crawling across to close the door and you encounter a victim. And, and I always say, what do you do next? And the answer is you crawl over the victim and you still go close the door next. And, and I just use that example. It's sort of a dramatic example, but I use that example just to, just to emphasize how important it is to close the door next, not to stop, not to grab the victim, not to grab them and go back to the window and try and remove them because you still got the door open and the window open and that that hazard level is still there. That and danger the still exists. And the excitement, right? The excitement, John, of the firefighter, you know, I mean, there are people that go through their whole career without making a grab. We've talked about it. There's nothing wrong with that. You just, it doesn't happen everywhere. You actually put your hands on someone and the first thing, the natural thing is I got to get them out. I got to get them out and right. forget about closing that door and buying you some time because not everybody is going to be able to pick. Sometimes you may have a large adult and you might be struggling to get them to the window, get them up where your partner could reach in and help you. I need as much time as I'm, well, you and I are pretty strong guys, but even, even the straw, sometimes you need to buy yourself seconds or a minute to be able to get them to the window and get them up and out. And once you close that door, you bought yourself, not, not all day, but again, I'm exaggerating, but you got a lot of time now. Once you close that door, conditions are not going to change in that room anymore. Wherever they are, at the moment that you close the door is probably how they're going to stay for a while. So you got, not all day, but you got plenty of time now to get back to your victim, drag them, call for help. Maybe a partner's going to come up, maybe even jump in the window and help you. Or however it is you manage to get that victim out. But you have not unlimited, but you have a decent amount of time now. You've sort of frozen conditions. You've, you've closed yourself in a, in a closed compartment. And although conditions might not be good, they're not going to deteriorate. They're not going to get much worse once you close that door. So you, so you bought yourself and the victim. And conditions are going to actually get better because the window still is open. 
and the heat and smoke might still be venting out and actually lifting a little bit and giving that victim some some additional uh, air. So we talked a little bit about size up, you know, looking at windows, looking at doors, figuring out which windows we're going to pick. We talked at the very beginning, we've got fire, you know, that's actually keeping us from going through the front door up the stairs. So we've got to do a vent enter and search. We got to do VES or VEIS. We talked about why we want to isolate, close a door. We talked about, <coughs> excuse me, you know, bellying in, staying down, what tools to bring and, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, I think the key here is um, for a lot of our younger firefighters are listening, we're not, we're not talking yet about the outside vent person, the OVM or OVP that is by themselves, goes back and reaches in with a tool by the back door. We're not advocating, you know, for those out there listening right now, crawling in by yourself and do all, you've got a partner, you've got a part, you go up, you got a partner either at the window on the first floor or at the tip of the ladder, your safety valve, someone that's going to reach in and help you. Um, I think that's the big difference, John, before we close things out on this one between vent enter and search VES or VEIS and the outside vent person, LVM is, right. uh, we'll talk about that one later. There's a bunch of tasks I can do by myself without actually violating all kinds of rules about going in by myself. And I've got a partner with me. You and I throw the ladder. I'm in there. You're at the tip right. of the ladder. And that partner can do a couple of things. Like we said before, the partner may be at the bottom of the ladder while you're climbing, while you're venting, while you're climbing in. And then they may, they may butt that ladder with a tool, you know, drive a halogen into the dirt, into the grass, and then they may climb to the top of the ladder to point. be able to help you, to be able to receive the victim if you do find the victim, to help you out of the window when you're climbing out, if you find no victim, et cetera, et cetera. So the, the, the two-person the two team is, is very vital, uh, in, as vital in VES as it is making a search from the inside hallway. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, hey, you know what? Um, so for our listeners, we were, we were talking about vent enter and search or VEIS if you want to use isolate, which is important. I mean, everybody should be doing that anyway. It's one of the most critical factors if you're going to enter, you know, and again, you know, the vent enter and search, sometimes it's done because you can get it to a particular part of a building a lot faster than running, you know, stairwells. But, but nine times out of 10, it's because you can't, you know, you've got an engine crew making an attack, trying to get to the fire, knock the fire. Time is of the essence you know, they're in there and they're taking a whooping, these civilians, we've got to get in. So we, we just walk you through, <clears throat> you know, choosing which window, choosing, you know, we talked about time of day, early morning, a lot more important, but don't forget there are people that sleep during the day. Um, closing that door is absolutely critical. Uh, you know, if there's not one, boy, oh boy, you better move quick. Closing that door. And they were talking a primary search. It's a quick down and dirty search. Having that partner clearing that window so you can get that victim up and up because, about the time that door lets loose and you got the fire nipping at your ass, you don't want to be trying, you're struggling to get a victim out. Now you're taking a whoop and trying to do that yourself. Make sure you take, turn that, we used to say, turn that window into a door. So um, I think that's, that's it for this one, John. I mean, we, we covered VEIS, VES pretty, pretty well. I mean, absolutely. It's a, it's a good, quick tactic. There's a lot to it, but uh, very effective. There you go. There you go. Practice a drill on it. Keep your eyes open. Keep your head up, not your head down. Watch your surroundings. Pay attention to what you're doing and uh, train, train, train. So, hey, that's another episode of, of, of Old School. And uh, we appreciate you to, uh, joining us. Um, John, if they, they want to get a hold of you, what's an email for you? We always talk about that. Chief John Salka at gmail.com. And I'm Chief Lasky at gmail.com. Till our next show. Thanks for joining us. Spread the word about Old School. Um, as we always say, uh, 
you know, uh, keep the, the men and women, our armed forces in your thoughts and prayers. And remember, never forgetting means never forgetting. Be safe. God bless you.